Ever wondered how financial advisors really get paid? Join us today as we discuss the six types and the potential conflicts of each. Let's get some perspective. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. My name is Sean Peters, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and father-in-law, Bob Barber. And today we have what I think will be a really fun episode. We're going to be talking about these six, six <laughs> ways that financial advisors are paid, because believe it or not, there's more than one. Yeah, that's so, right. So, Bob, uh, what, what made you want to do this episode today? I think because of mass confusion, Sean. That's okay. why I, people just don't understand how advisors are paid. They don't understand it can be six different ways. Mm-hmm. I know when somebody hears that, they're thinking, you mean my advisor's getting paid six different ways? No, your advisor's probably getting paid one or right. two of these ways, okay? <laughs> Not but six these, all at once. Right, exactly. But these are the ways in which financial advisors are paid. And you know, they got to make a living, right? Yeah. And so I, I think it's very good to be transparent about this and just be upfront. Yeah. Um, we have nothing to hide when it comes to how we're paid. Yeah, and our and, our, our pay what we get paid is right there on our website. So yeah. you know we're we're literally not hiding it. It's it, publicly available. It is. It is. <laughs> it is right there. Okay. So I came up with these six, and the first way was um, financial advisors are paid by the hour, like a yeah. fee, like yeah. you would pay a CPA. Yeah, okay. exactly. CPA, attorney, something like that, where it's like, well, I'm probably going to need about three hours of work on that, and this is my rate. And so. you'll either you'll either pay the financial advisor directly, or you'll make the check to their their company. Yeah. Well, I'd say check, electronic check. Yeah, just, just wanna, depending on how they're set pay. up. Mm-hmm. But um, this is this is very upfront, very easy. Uh, most of your financial advisors, depending on if they're a CFP or not. Yep. Uh, or their experience will will do financial advice, do some financial planning for you. Probably, you know, starting at about the one fifty two hundred dollar an hour, all the way up to four hundred, five hundred, yeah, four or five hundred. That's right. Yeah. So but, for our firm, as yeah. an example, this is one of the two ways that mm-hmm. we get paid. And typically for us, obviously, we don't we don't do a whole lot of business by the hour. But we have people that come to us sometimes and and they don't necessarily have a lot of money or they don't have money they want us to manage yet for them. Right. But they just they want to make sure, hey, are we actually on the right path? And so maybe they do a couple hours of some one on one financial planning with one of our advisors and, you know, just kind of make sure they're on the right on the right path. Or we have, you know, maybe an existing client that. Uh, we offer different levels of financial planning, the number of hours, depending on assets under management with us. And maybe it's someone who just needs extra time or extra hours that aren't included already. So there's just a couple different ways that people might do that with us. And uh, some people work only that way. Some some advisors just work by the hour. They don't do any kind of asset management or anything else. And you know, Sean, um, today with technology, it's so efficient that I can do a tremendous amount of planning in just an hour to an hour and a half. It's right. it's yeah. it's amazing, and we do this you know online, and we have we have some past podcasts you could go back and, yeah. and listen to that. I don't remember the exact titles of them, but we did one. Well, this is only episode one eighty. Interact- so yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. shame was, on you, Bob, for not remembering every single it episode. Was one we called, I think, interactive financial planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So the second way that advisors are are paid, financial advisors, and this is how we work around here mm-hmm. is through a ongoing monthly or quarterly uh, asset fee for actively managing investment portfolios. That's right. That's okay. right. So that is just a percentage of the assets under management that 
is billed, like you said, either monthly or, or quarterly. For us, we bill quarterly. So whatever that annual fee is, divided by four. Well, like on our website, it, 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 yeah. you know, we say 1%. Mm-hmm. So it's really a quarter percent per quarter, which means yeah. if, you know, if you wanted us to manage 100000 it's $250 a quarter. It's That's yep. simple. That's it. And, and the thing about it, also when uh, a fee-based advisor is managing your money and uh, it's $250 for that quarter. Yeah there's no surrender penalties or withdrawal penalties. Yeah. So if you decide after just two weeks, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you'll be refunded. Yeah. The part Depending of that on the advisor. So like yeah. our firm, some firms bill in advance, like is what, which is what we do. We bill in advance and some bill in arrears, which is, I guess, a fancy way of saying in reverse, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Looking, looking back. And so for us, since we bill in advance at the beginning of the quarter, in the case that you just said, Bob, if, if you were working with us and two weeks later, you just said, this isn't working out for me for whatever reason, no hard feelings. We'll, we'll pray for you. We'll, we'll say, we, right. you know, best of luck to you. But we do a prorated to see, okay, well, the two weeks is what percentage remaining of the quarter that we just billed for. And then that those fees are refunded back. That's correct. So, all right. Like you said, no surrender penalty. And uh, we, we really like this in particular, which is part of why we work this way, because if someone has been with us for five years, it wasn't because they had to, they chose to stay right over a five-year period because they weren't locked in. I always say it's like uh, paying your tourist guide uh, along the way. Instead of paying him all up front, right. <laughs> you're paying him along the way as he's guiding you up the mountain. Exactly. Okay. Now, the third way um, is kind of the old-fashioned way, all yeah. right? And that is a upfront commission mm-hmm. um, paid to a financial advisor, uh, like from an annuity company, uh, and the old uh, mutual funds that used to have a sales load to right. them, right. or an alternative investment like a real estate investment trust, paid by the company to the advisor right. for placing the um, client's money in that product. There's we- different ways, obviously, depending on the type of product, but typically the, the most common would be, is like, if, for example, if you're working with someone that is affiliated with a broker-dealer, so they're a registered representative, still a type of financial advisor. Uh-huh. But if they put you in an annuity, let's say it's $100,000 you can invest in the annuity, they might get 5%, 10%, you know, somewhere in between there. But let's, you know, just 5%. Well, they're going to get that $5,000 commission up front. And then what the typically the way the company protects themselves from you leaving early is there's going to be a five-year surrender penalty or surrender period, right. where if you take your money out a year later, mm-hmm. you're only going to get the growth minus, you know, 4% of the the original. So that original, you know, what is that? 96,000, you'll get 96,000 back. If it was of your a 4% original commission, that's right. Exactly. Right. And then, you know, if there's any growth, but but that's how they protect themselves because it, they don't want to pay an, an advisor a 5% commission. And then you take all your money out a year later and they're left holding the bag. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. And, and it usually goes down a little bit each year exactly. like for four or well, five years. Well, that's why I give the example of a, a year and, later and, and on a 5% we're gonna, And we're going to go over some of those examples here later as, as well. Okay, so the fourth way out of our six ways is ongoing uh, monthly, quarterly, or annual trail commissions. Okay, this is kind of like the ongoing quarterly asset management fee, but with some, it's called a, a, a trail commission. Yeah. And that's usually going to be around one quarter to uh, 1% a a year. And a really common one for that one is if the advisor you're working with places you in, say, a C-class mutual fund, Right. Then those typically, the way they're paid is instead of a upfront 5% commission, maybe it's 1% 
per year. And again, that's paid by the mutual fund company on an ongoing basis as part of the, the expense right. ratio. The client does and, not pay that. Yeah, the mutual fund exactly. Companies. But in a way, the client does because it's right. the fees built in right, exactly. to, the, to the product. Um, a lot of your uh, annuities also have this same thing. Yeah. All right. And then we come across the fifth way. And the fifth way is what I refer to as a hybrid financial advisor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a fee-based advisor and a commission-based advisor built into one. Now, how does that work? Well, there may be a a program like asset management that's mm-hmm. a fee-based program. Right. Okay. And then maybe the advisor does sell annuities because um, he's licensed to, yeah. or he sells life insurance, and that's a commission-based. Right. So he's got getting the fee-based and the commission. On and both a sides. common example of that would be an advisor who maybe they had been working only with a broker-dealer, and then maybe they decided to open up their own RIA, like our, like our firm is, and they were doing some business under the RIA for the ongoing fee-based fee, or management fee, mm-hmm. but then they also, like you mentioned, they have some products like the annuity or insurance, something like that, that pays a commission that they run through the broker-dealer. And so that's how they're able to kind of operate in that hybrid hybrid environment and be yeah. both commission and fee-based. It always makes sure as we're going through this that you ask the advisor what they're being paid, and this all should be disclosed to you yeah. through a prospectus, all right? And, and one thing I would suggest is don't ask them how much are you paying them Ask them how much are they being paid? Because I have true. heard that before. That's true. Where someone, and actually, it was just a few days ago, uh, oh, as okay. of the time of this recording. But we had, I had a client call in, and they were calling in on behalf of one of their kids. Okay. And they had talked to someone who, when when they asked, "Well, how much am I paying you?" They said, "Oh, well, you're not paying anything. This is just part of it." But what she should what she should have asked was, "How much are you getting paid?" Because it was one of those things where there was a fee built in. So technically she wasn't going to be paying the advisor, but the advisor is being paid by the company and the investment product that she was going into. It was like, I feel like, come on, you know what she was asking. So, so ask how much are you getting paid? Don't ask how much am I paying you to kind of hopefully sift through that a little bit. (laughs) Folks, you got to admit there is no free lunch. Okay. So that's built in there somewhere. And then the, the last one is a salaried financial advisor. A lot of times you'll see these kind of advisors working for a very large company mm-hmm. or a large mutual fund um, company, and and they're paid from the fees that are generated uh, in those proprietary funds yeah. that they may manage or the trades of stocks on yeah. the you know, buy-sell side. Yeah. Okay? Not, not, a, not a commission, but just a – well, it is that, but it's just a small amount. It's almost more like kind of a bonus, if you will, like if they hit their sales targets, something like that. Because again, you're you're not technically paying in this case, you're not paying that advisor directly because they're on salary. It's it's again, it's more of well, depending on how well the company is done, and because they're putting you in maybe funds that the company owns or runs, you know, they're they're still getting paid. Like you said, there's no free lunch, so they're still getting paid. It's just a little different. Okay, so that's the six ways, and I just want to share one last thing I want you to think about. Just and this has to do with a little bit about commissions. Okay, mm-hmm. um, often commissions are not paid upfront by client, like we mentioned, but they're backloaded mm-hmm. as withdrawal penalties for a certain number of years in a financial product. Right. Example. If there's a 7 to 10% penalty for getting your money back in one year, 
the commission is probably around that same amount paid up front to a financial advisor, okay? Which at 7%, for our firm to make that same amount would take about seven years. Yeah, so so here you go. So you <laughs> so as an example, you invest 100000 then you want your money back in one year. But you may only be able to get an example of a 10% commission, yeah. $90,000. Plus the interest or returns made. That's correct. Exactly. Here's where the potential, and it's very tough on some advisors for the, when they think about it, that advisors, you know, I could get paid $250 up front to manage this person's money mm-hmm. uh, for a fee, or I could make a $10,000 commission. So not $250 up front, up front $250 ongoing each quarter. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah ongoing Versus $10,000 on, up front. Okay. So you think about that. I get $10,000 now or $250 now. Mm. That's where the temptation, a great temptation can, can, can come in. And it's very tempting uh, for a financial advisor, especially when they're just getting started yeah. uh, in, in the business. And, and Sean, I thought, you know, as we are Christian financial perspectives. Yes. I, I think a good scripture to go with this is from Philippians 2, 3 through 4. You ready? Because mm. you're my can scripture read that reader. You yeah, go for it. I like this one. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. There you go. That's a good scripture. It is a good scripture, and it's a good scripture for the reason you need to look for a fiduciary, fee-based financial advisor. Look for it in that order. That's right. And if, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit our website, christianfinancialadvisors.com. You can also call or text us during normal business hours at 830-609-6986. Or if you're really fun and tech savvy, you can always comment on the video if you're watching the video. And uh, we try to respond to all those. So God bless and thank you for joining us. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA, Christian Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the hosts, Bob Barber and Sean Peters, and their guests. Bob and Sean do not provide tax advice and encourage you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.